And of course, this is what we do at this time of the morning. We talk to our human potential and parenting expert, Nikki Bush, as uh, she gives us some tricks and tips on how to uh, help our children, how to do this parenting thing uh, as well as possible. Good morning, Nikki. Always a pleasure. Good morning, Rufil. You just made me laugh so much. Oh, my goodness. As a speaker, I just have to share my story. <laughs> Please do. I mean, the horror, right, of how do you explain yourself? <laughs> my worst nightmare, mm-hmm. and it's never, it's never come true, but my worst nightmare as a speaker when I've been engaged to speak out of town yeah. would be exactly that. Have your phone alarm on to make sure you wake up early enough to get yourself ready, get to the airport, get to where you're going on time. But waking up in the middle of the night and thinking I'd missed my flight. Oh, Thinking yes. that I was still in my pajamas <laughs> and I'm supposed to be on the stage. <laughs> oh, that, that honestly has Shucks. kept me up at night. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, the, those nightmares. I guess it's almost like the, the exact same thing as exam anxiety, right? You've been studying same and studying thing. and studying and you have these vivid dreams or panic attacks whilst you're sleeping about that maths paper that you're meant to be writing. And of course, it's all just a dream. Sure. Yeah. So, what, so what was my solution? because maybe it links to, to what we're going to talk about today, is I created backstops. Uh-huh. And instead of just rely, relying on the cell phone to wake me up, I also bought a cheap and nasty little digital alarm clock. Yep. And so that would be set five minutes after my cell phone. And I even used to ask my husband to wake me up as well, to just double check. And if my husband wasn't around, then I'd phone somebody else. And they just please, please. There was that much of a fear, I have to say. You know, I mean, I, I can relate to it completely because, of course, after that, I became completely paranoid. So it's that it's uh, that nasty alarm clock. And I mean, the old school one, the one with the silver bells on it that like yes. does a that incredibly tinny and obnoxious ring and yeah that'll get anybody out of bed that'll wake up the dead in fact so yeah the the lengths that we go to but let's talk about um nikki the matter at hand which is helping children find healthy ways to deal with their emotions so to your point you know how did you know what the backstop that you created to deal with your anxiety around um not making it to your speaking engagements on time um i get a sense you're going to talk about uh creativity utilizing some creativity to make sure that we deal with the issues that our kids are facing or the anxieties they're facing, especially now That's in the third right. wave. Yeah, so I think that alarm clock has gone off for us right now. You know, we have chatted long and hard over the past year, you and I, about the fact that a third wave, or the first of all, it was the second wave was going to come, and the third wave was going to come. You know, if you've got, if you've been watching the news, if you've watched any kind of programs on Netflix, etc., any medical programs, the third wave was always coming, but we hoped it wouldn't come, you know. But that alarm bell has gone, and I don't know about you, but I've cancelled, you know, all social engagements for the next while. And we're mm-hmm. hunkering down, yeah. and we're hurtling through this third wave. And it is... Um, scary on one level because once again control has been taken out of our hands or that sense of control has been taken out of our hands children many children 
did not go back to school if they were in private schools, did not go back to school this week. Mm, mm. Um, they've gone into a hybrid situation. I know many schools, many teachers went on to high alert, were putting learning packs together, preparing to go back into hybrid um, this week. And for many of our children, of course, in government schools, they were not actually expected to go back full time until the 26th of July. Mm. So that's not as big um, a shock as it has been for those children who actually were already back at school and we need to acknowledge that it is what it is it has happened it was going to happen it's not what we wanted to happen and so acknowledging our children's um dismay and disappointment disappointment Mm. you know they were some of them were just looking forward to getting back into the choir or going back to a hockey practice and things like that. And it's kind of like the rug has been ripped out from under them, which does trigger those feelings of shock and fear and anxiety once again. So acknowledgement is important. We have to acknowledge it. We have to say, I get it. I know it's not nice. By the same token, we have to remember that that big word routine is that thing that keeps everybody feeling safe and kind of in control. Mm. So bringing, making sure that even though we may have all been sent home again, um, that you still bring in that element of routine of we wake up at a certain time, we go to bed at a certain time. If, if story time has been a regular thing in your home, keep story time for those young children. This is one of those activities that's especially important for any child who's under the age of 10. That sense of lying in your arms, sitting on your lap, hearing your voice is one of the things that they can rely on. Yes. So, you know, that multi-sensory interaction with you very, very important. And then we can talk about some of the other activities yeah. that are important. And, and to that point, Nikki, I think we, you know, speaking of COVID fatigue and the fact that, you know, we're in the third wave and we've had multiple conversations with children around anxieties or fears or disappointments. We've done all of those things. And just because we've done them already or before or many times before, it doesn't mean that we should not do them or maintain that, uh, that routine of checking in with them. Right. Um, because as you said that those dis- they are those disappointments and they're real and they can pile up and they can induce um as you said that that disappointment that negativity or that unhappiness and that's what we need to watch out for in this period yeah so yeah, i'll go back to something we talked about a couple of months ago and it's really nice because it's a concrete analogy children need real concrete analogies so let's talk about that master chef mystery box challenge and I'm watching the latest, uh, you know, edition of MasterChef at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely fascinating how, you know, they can get given ingredients that don't even look like they work together. Sure. And yet they have to make a plan. They, they have to dig a little deeper. And that's what these kinds of situations do for us. That's what hardship does. It makes us dig deeper. It makes us connect with our grit and it is one of the things that a lot of kids today don't have is that grit and gumption. And these kinds of um, situations where we think we are completely out of control, these are the perfect times in which to start 
growing those um, those ingredients, the grit and the gumption. So um, giving them, and, and you can even play this out in your own home, where you can show them how they have a circle of control. Mm-hmm. And we need to focus our energy on what we can control. So we can't control when we're going to go back at school, but we can control what happens in this house. We can control um, what we can do in our environment. What are we allowed to do? What aren't we allowed to do? And show them where they are still in control. And, of course, the big thing is how we control our attitude towards the choices that we make. It's so interesting how we often get obsessed with what we can't control, and that drives us mad. Mm. That sends us off on a tangent as opposed to bringing it inwards. And when I talk about, you know, MasterChef Mystery Box Challenge, if your kids are over the age of eight, you could this weekend create a little Master Box Mystery Box Challenge, MasterChef Mystery Box Challenge, (laughs) just to show them how that works, where you can create a little box of ingredients and see what they do with it and show them how they can use their own creativity to think out of the box to come up with a solution. And it's not so daunting after all. That's empowerment and you do Mm. it in small ways, you know. It's age in age appropriate ways. And sometimes it does mean, you know, delving back into the old toy box and finding some old games and toys that we haven't played for a while. Um, It's it's about using a little bit more creativity as a parent Um, and maybe doing some stuff, uh, you know, if... um, if you find yourself, and I'm not sure where you find yourself, say, in your TV watching at the moment, um, it's quite easy to, to binge watch when you get into difficult situations because you hide. Well, it's an escape, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, well, I'll tell, I'll tell you where I am, actually. I've, uh, I've pretty much stopped watching and started reading because the watching wasn't working anymore, Nikki. It wasn't satisfying the <laughs> the need to hide. Um, I'd, I'd done too much watching. So, yeah, off that, into the books now. Into the books. Um, <laughs> which is, now, now, into the books is a really, really clever thing to do. I think if parents use that with their children right now, that would be fantastic to mm. really escape into that fantasy world that perhaps doesn't look anything like the world we're living in at the moment. Sure. I'm finding that if you go on to uh, DSTV, um, you know, all the latest uh, Chicago, Med Chicago, Fire Chicago, PD, you know, all those um, medical police dramas, of course, everything, because um, TV production is so now these yeah. days, everything reflects COVID back at us. There's and that's no a lot. COVID. That's a lot to deal with when you need it's a break. It's a big load. It's a huge load. I mean, the kinds of things that make me laugh at the moment, and I think maybe we have to find things that make us laugh, are things like Young Sheldon. And I know it sounds really simple, but, you know, and, and, and Big Bang Theory sure. and the Kaminsky Method. And the funniest one for family viewing right now is Penguin Town. <laughs> There's one thing you do. I've just started watching it, yeah. Watch Penguin Town because it is actually based on real life, but the script is so darn clever mm. and it's so cute. And if you have younger children, it's the classic way to introduce the birds and the bees and to discuss easy answers to awkward questions. How are babies made? <laughs> there we go.
Yeah, and to get them into some nature and conservation and just learning, right? Learning whilst being entertained. Um, sure, Nikki. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot that's being asked of, um, you know, everyone, of adults, of children, but it's just that creativity and, you know, looking at new, looking at the same situation in a different light can be incredibly helpful because, yeah, kids need you. They need you to be resilient for them. They do. They need you to show up. They need you to be real. You can say, this isn't nice. I'm not enjoying it either. But you've got to make the best of a bad situation. Absolutely. So this is how we're going to do it. And, um, you know, I think if, if people want more information about the seven stages of adjustment, because we've been thrown back into depression. We've been thrown back into immobilization. Well... I'm going to read you an SMS that came through regarding exactly that. But finish your point, Nikki. Yeah. Yes. So if anybody wants information on those seven stages mm. of adjustment and transition to trauma and change, mm. uh, just pop on to NikkiBush.com and go and just plug in the word unstuck. Yeah. And that'll come up for you. So unstuck is the word you need to put in. And here's a message from another Nikki saying, um, uh, that's so true. I've switched off the TV. I've started knitting and crocheting because, yeah, after you've binge binge watched and binge watched, uh, it doesn't do that much for you anymore. But here's another one. Speaking of hope and depression um, and and just fatigue, uh, it says, hi, everyone. As a teacher, I got the vaccine on Wednesday. The most amazing side effect occurred. While we can still get COVID with milder symptoms, and must still wear masks, the lifting of the gloom of, can I say, fear was a side mm. effect I never thought of. Thank you for the patience you as parents are having at this time with the schools. The lightening of the spirit is the best thing we can give to the children. Yep. On that note, can yeah. I add, mm-hmm. parents, please, please support teachers and schools at this time. Yeah. The last thing we need to be doing is lambasting them for not doing enough. They are rallying under huge pressure. Mm-hmm. And we really need to to appreciate all the steps that they've taken and what they've done for us and our children to keep the, the wheels turning, so to speak. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. That's a, that was a lovely message. I like that. The side effect of getting the vaccine being the lightning effect, right? Um, the lifting of the gloom and the lifting of the fear. So... Of course, as we do uh, with all our chats, Nikki, is um, a tour review. And I have to tell you, this was one of my favorite programs on TV when I was a kid. And I forced, not forced, begged, begged, begged my mom to buy me one of these sets, a Sylvanian family set, because I was obsessed with them for a period. And I got this for my Christmas present at some point, And I loved it, absolutely cherished oh. it. So tell, tell, us about what, tell us about the Sylvanian family set that you're looking at this morning. Right. So for those um, of our listeners who don't know the Sylvanian families, it's an heirloom product range made of, made up of collectibles and accessories. Essentially, it's the doll play pattern. And the thing I'm talking about today is the Red Roof Country Home by Sylvanian families. And it's actually the home of the Chocolate Rabbit family. Mm. And and doll play and dolls' houses is really all about fantasy and imaginary play. Um, and in particular, Sylvanian families stands for the theme of nurturing. 
And nothing could be better for our children in a COVID world because Sylvanian families represent kindness, being loving and looking after each other. And there are little families of bunny rabbits and hamsters and striped cats and more. Mm-hmm. And lots of little vehicles and homes, cozy cottages. But this is the flagship product. The Red Roof Country Home is a double story house and it has real lights that actually work. Now that was what sold me <laughs> on it a couple of years ago when I first reviewed it. Yeah. And it's it's just that whole fantasy of creating a little bedroom and a little lounge and a patio and a kitchen and everything is in absolute miniature but incredible detail. Yeah. The little fridge with all the eggs and the tomatoes and the bacon and all those things. And so this home can be opened up for play at 90 degrees, at 180 degrees, and any angle in between. And when you close up the house, it has this appearance of a beautiful home, no matter which angle you look at it. And the other thing is that you can transform it so all the pieces are movable. The balustrade pieces, the patio, the roof. You can actually take one of the rooms off and create a triple-story house. Mm. So you can see how the imagination can go out to play. For your budding architect and an interior designer. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And to change it up, you know. Mm. So what are our children learning when they are playing with something like this Sylvanian family red roof country home? They're learning fantasy and imaginary play. They're learning emotional intelligence because children can play out their emotions. So they might have a sick sibling or a sick mum or dad, and they can play this out. Um, there's there's caring and making food for each other and there's fine motor coordination because everything in this you would know in these girls houses while they're big and chunky the detail it's all about fine motor coordination and of course storytelling and this is actually an amazing price for what you get it's 1500 rand it's an heirloom toy that you're going to pass down to your grandchildren actually and our listeners can find this at Toys R Us, Toy Kingdom, Toy Zone, Hamleys, Take A Lot, and all independent toy stores. I know that new stock has just landed. Fantastic and if you stuff. want to go and have a look at some pictures and a video that uh, I created about this um, beautiful house, just go on to NikkiBush.com and go to Toy Review, and you will pick up all the details there. Fantastic stuff, Nikki. Uh, enjoyed this morning's conversation as per usual. Uh, and just an important and timely one, right? As we um, face this third wave and we need to just shore ourselves up once again and just get ready to, you know, deal with whatever comes our way. So thanks so much, Nikki. Everyone can head on over to NikkiBush.com. Actually, um, yeah, speaking of the price point, I mean, it's the price point of the Red Roof Country Home. Just something to note as well, Nikki, I've just realized this. You don't have to go the whole hog. You can get the smaller sets and just get to, you know, reach your goal incrementally, right? Absolutely. That's what's interesting about the range. Yeah. It's a collectible range. And you can buy little tiny add-ons. You can even start with the cozy cottage, yeah. which is a, I think it's a one-room little house, which actually eventually links on and connects to this bigger set as well. Yeah. Um, I never got to the bigger set, uh, unfortunately. I think there's a part of me, the little girl in me, that still hankers after that.